All right, so this episode was a little different because I was recording it live during a Toastmasters meeting, which was different, and we had a handful of people there, and I just wanted to have a live audience and thought it could be interesting sharing some of my insights, some of the things that I've learned. I think this is going to be a helpful episode for people that have uh, are thinking about starting a podcast, some things that you can avoid. There are going to be some good nuggets in here for everybody and it'll be an opportunity to maybe incorporate some of the things that you know you learn from my mistakes and maybe this inspires you a little bit so let's get started thank you for checking out the media marketing podcast a place where you can learn all things media and marketing related don't miss a beat in boosting your business and your brand In each episode, you'll gain valuable insights, tools, and strategies to apply to your marketing efforts. And now your host, Brian Cargill. So Brian started the Media Marketing Podcast about one year ago with the intent of pushing himself, experimenting with a new form of media and connecting with others. Today, he will be explaining to us what he has learned, the challenges, and the ongoing benefits he has gained over the past 365 days. His title, One Year of Podcasting. Ryan Cargo. Thank you so much, Brian Dodd, for that awesome introduction. Yes, this has been one year of podcasting for me, or as I should say, serious podcasting. I started a podcast back in 2017, and I had a handful of others, but this is one where I want to make it very informative, educational, and being able to really connect with the audience. And so that's where the idea for the Media Marketing Podcast came from, was a way to share my passion for media, and then also the things that I do know about marketing, and the things I aspire to learn about marketing through different guests and things that I learn along my journey. So it's been an interesting journey, and you guys are probably wondering, well, why would you start a podcast? Why did I start a podcast? And I think for myself, it was to be able to kind of catalog or archive a lot of the thoughts or ideas that are happening for me at this time and be able to share that information with others because... There's a lot of information. There's a lot of things that you can do out there. As Andrew mentioned, there's a lot of different ways of learning, whether that's through spirit fingers or whether that's through actually through experiencing something and sharing some of those experiences through something as intimate as a podcast, because you are directly in someone's ear and it feels very personal. You feel like you're having a conversation with someone. And oftentimes I know for myself included as an extrovert, I like to have a podcast in the background where it's an interview because it feels like I'm having a conversation. I'm part of that conversation and allows me to connect on another level. It's been interesting this last year with big events that have happened in the media. This is an election year. We've had COVID. We've had the Black Lives Matter movement. We've had a whole bunch of things that have happened. And so kind of going back and forth with things that I've planned and things that have happened and, catering to both of those because as I, I can imagine many other people that are tuning in to this, this audience here is you backlog or you want to create a base of media content that you want to create for the year. And so you have that, but then you also have to be able to adapt and um, make changes on the fly as things are happening, which brings me to my 
first set of benefits for this podcast. So why am I telling you guys about this? Well, I actually had some huge benefits and things that I've learned from this year. And to give you a quick summary, and then I'll dive into each of these a little bit deeper, is creating a backlog, having a archive of episodes so that way you're not having to create content every week. Bringing on, excuse me, bringing on guests, uh, being open to change and being able to adapt and also being able to challenge yourself and push yourself with video. So I'll dive into each of those topics here now. And so that very first one, creating a backlog, having a set of episodes that you can fall back on or you can look forward to in the future. So you're not having to create stuff every single week because it's exhausting. It's very tiring having to create content week to week. So when you give yourself a little bit of a cushion, a little bit of a base, you're able to do things like go on vacation and not feel bad. Currently, my podcast is backlogged all the way out to August. And so I know if I just create four more pieces of content, four more episodes, I'll be good for August and I can take my vacations, which I'm hoping to go to Montana later this year. And that will be great to be have the peace of mind on vacation to not have to worry about I'll recording another episode while I'm there. But though, who knows, it is a fun experience for me to do podcasting. So maybe I will create one while I'm out there. I plan on reading a book at least to contribute to my book analysis that I've had on this podcast in the past. The second point is bringing on a guest. Why would you want to bring on a guest to your show? Well, you can only be so knowledgeable. So bringing on someone to your show, you're able to connect with them and they're able to share what they know and who knows, maybe you have a doctor on there, maybe you have someone that's an author and you're able to connect with people from all walks of life, which has been really exciting for me. I know a uh, shout out to Style and Andrew. We, the, you guys have both been guests on podcasts of mine in the past. So really appreciate that. And it just makes it more fun. It's enjoyable to talk with someone else about something that you're both passionate about and being able to share that collaborative knowledge together. It's just a really exciting process to be able to give that back for your audience. And then the next tip is being open to change, being able to adapt. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but I really hate listening to myself. It is something that makes me feel really uncomfortable. So going back and listening to those first couple episodes, I really put it on the back burner and just kept producing, producing, producing. But just recently I went back and I checked out that first episode and it made me cringe. So I remastered it, if you will. It had the same outline, same points, but just fixed up things, made sure the audio sounded a little better, put the sponsorships, just tidied it up. And what's really nice is because I use a program called anchor.fm, you can go back in and make those edits. Whereas I don't think you can do that if you have a direct relationship with iTunes. And that's the same case with, this is kind of a supplementary thing, but YouTube once you have a YouTube video up there, you have to take it down before you can put it back up there. So having a replace feature is really convenient in the podcast world. It's a very forgiving thing because I come from the world of video production. And then, yeah, being okay with re-editing and then being able to adapt. The big thing for me was incorporating video. So I know how time intensive video production is. It can take hours upon hours to do video. So I told myself, well, I want to start out small and continue to grow. And so I just stuck with the audio portion of it. And it was actually a really enjoyable experience for me to just focus on audio because it gave me a whole nother appreciation. And I was able to really hone in and make sure that the audio was crystal clear. There's a great quote or great saying in the video production world, and that's your audience will never have an appreciation or they will never understand or 
uh, notice good audio, but they will always notice really poor quality audio. So that's why I'm using something on mic here. I guess ideally I'd have a pop guard on it or something, but that's because I understand the value of good audio and being having that quality clear sound is essential for being able to connect with your audience on a much better level. So I finally incorporated video. It's another thing, but now that I have the systems and processes in place, I think the video aspect should come a little naturally and I'm excited to incorporate that as well. Uh, I have, if anyone's interested, I just recently did a purchase on uh, B&H, the, uh, uh, the Pro Photo Supply. I did a purchase online for an adapter that allow you to convert your high quality DSLR camera into your computer. So hopefully that should be arriving here in the next couple of weeks. I'll be able to bump up the quality on my video camera, which I think is a worthy investment now that we've all moved to this online space. So I am happy to share that link with anyone who's interested at the end. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I will, my next set of things for the future with this podcast is to stick to having a routine of producing every Thursday at 8 a.m., which I mentioned will be going live until August, bringing on higher profile guests for the new year and then improving the overall quality and um, just updating older episodes so that they sound more polished, more refined, and just producing a better overall listening experience for the audience. So you guys have been great. Thank you so much for letting me share my story about the Media Marketing Podcast. And until next time. A big thank you to our sponsors over at songtub.com. That's right, song or music and a tub, like a bath, but more fun to say, tub, tub. Anyway, you can check out Songtub's website for any of your music needs. In fact, the song playing in the background right now is from Songtub. So why pick them over anyone else? Well, they curate the music. And I know the guys, so that means I know that they're selecting great music for your project. A lot of other companies will brag about how many songs they have, maybe 100,000, 200,000, maybe even a million. But honestly, I don't have time for that. I don't have the time to just sit down and go next, 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 a song, not so great, you know, trying to figure out where the best music is. Songtub.com, great place to get your music. And now I'm excited to offer you the first month for free if you go to songtub.com slash pro, P-R-O, and we have a promo code for you. Yes, that's right. My name, your host, Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, and that will give you your first month free to have access to a huge music library that you can use towards your next video project, podcast, or any of your general audio needs. Anyway, back to the show. A cactus knows how to survive. It can endure scorching heat, limited rainfall, and defends itself against critters daily. Your business is no different. To survive harsh conditions, it's important to develop deep roots using media content that'll continuously nourish and support your marketing efforts day after day. Tactus Media is here to help you determine a strategy and create media content. Together, let's map out the next sequence of videos, podcasts, and social media to help your business thrive. Work with Tactus Media, media tactics that stick. Ouch! Visit tactusmedia.com to learn more. I want to say a big thanks for tuning into the Media Marketing Podcast. Please subscribe to get notifications for new episodes, which are coming out 
every Thursday morning, or at least we're striving for that. Uh, feel free to visit our Facebook page where you can like and join the media marketing community. This is a good resource for collaborating, sharing ideas with other media creators, marketers, and those just looking to build their network. So until next time. Thank you.